0: Hey guys, it's Tim, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. One video with a bunch of news, so it's easy for you to follow. Get all your news right here, right now, in this one live stream. Hey, it happens. If you guys are watching live, well, then you saw the kerfuffle. I talked for like a minute and a half with no audio, because I had my mic still muted, unfortunately. But it happens. It happens. We've for you today, though, it is January 3rd, 2022. Yes, 2022, not 2021 anymore. It is 2022, and that means, well, it's a new year. So I want to say happy new year to all of you joining me right now. Took two weeks off from doing the wrestling wrap-up, but we're back every Monday and Friday, roughly 11 to 12 Eastern Pacific time. Not Eastern, Pacific time. Bringing you all the news that you need to know about. And right now we do have one, two, three, four, maybe a fifth story for you right here today. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you're watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out either by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, if you're watching live on Twitch, you can subscribe to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or if you say, I ain't got the cash, I'm going to for Amazon Prime. Well, there you go. If you have Amazon Prime, you take that, you take your Twitch account, and you link the two together, bada bing, bada boom, you've got a Prime Gaming account. And Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things, like free games, including, yes, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, one of the best games to come out in 2019. Jedi Fallen Order is an amazing game, and if you have... Well, Twitch Prime, or Prime Gaming, I mean. It's, it's not called Twitch Prime anymore. It's Prime Gaming. You get Jedi Fallen Order for free. You can also get World War Z Aftermath for free and Total War Warhammer. Also... Twitch Prime gives you or Prime Gaming. I still gotta get used to saying that because they changed the name. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of free goodies for games like League of Legends, Valorant, Grand Theft Auto Online, New World, Fall Guys, and more. But what they always give you that never changes is one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling unlimited but on the flip side if you're watching over on youtube you can help us out over there a couple of different ways as well you can help us out over there with a super chat or a super sticker donation also remember you can subscribe to the channel by hitting that join button and becoming a channel member as a channel member you get early access to news early access to podcast episodes early access to non-news videos and so much more but the final thing i want to say over to the epic game store if you're buying stuff over on the Epic Games Store or, or collecting them free games that they have, you get, some, you get to uh, still support us. Use the creator code PWUnlimited at checkout, and it doesn't cost you any extra, and we get support. Even, like I said, if you're claiming the free games, and right now, the newer, the newer Tomb Raider trilogy, Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Rise of the Tomb Raider are all free till January 6th. So when you go to the Epic Game Store, you claim those three free games, it'll say, do you have a creator code? And you do. It's PW Unlimited. Whether you're buying V-Bucks for Fortnite, whether you're getting skins for Rocket League, claiming your free games, buying a game like Guardians of the Galaxy, or more on the Epic Game Store, remember to support us. Unlimited. But with that, we've got news to talk about. Like I said, we've got four, maybe five stories. I'm trying to work on one thing really quick as we go live here. Well, let's talk about Sasha Banks. So Sasha Banks was topic of conversation yesterday when we thought that she may have been injured. So initially WWE was running a live event in Fayetteville, what is Fayetteville, North Carolina. And in doing so, there was a match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It was Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks. At one point during the match, Sasha takes an over the knee backbreaker. And lands awkwardly on her left leg They then go to the pin She kicks out The referee then checks on Sasha And immediately Charlotte just pins her The ref then throws up the dreaded X sign He throws up the X And we think Uh oh You see the pictures They're online The X Sasha can't walk to the back by herself She needs help getting to the back And we just pray That the worst isn't here That Sasha is not hurt We were told that she was checked out backstage, and in doing so, well, it looks like Sasha is going to be all right, as Sasha Banks, later on in the night, did tweet out the following stating, oh, wait, that's the wrong tweet. Let's go to the other Sasha Banks tweet, this one. It says, I'm good. Thank you for all the love. So with that, Sasha Banks seems to be all right that she's not injured, and that's good to hear. Because SmackDown can't lose another big name. They lost Drew McIntyre because he's injured. They lost Jeff Hardy when he got fired. Roman's out for an undisclosed amount of time with COVID. They lost Brock to Monday Night Raw. Tony Storm quit the company. So it's like, ugh. Can't lose too many more names over there on the blue brand. So it is good to hear that Sasha Banks is going to be all right. And we don't have to worry but another WWE wrestler going down with an injury. But with that, now we've got... So tonight, all right, tonight is Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, Wrestle Kingdom night one does start tonight for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And remember, Wrestle Kingdom is a three-night event this year. It is tonight, technically January 4th. Tomorrow, technically January 5th, and then January, technically in Japan, January 8th. And that's the big one, I think. That's the the New Japan versus Noah show. But tonight is night one for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I thought I would run down the card for you right now, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of an update, if you haven't been following New Japan, on what you can expect on night one, which I'm going to do my best to do a review right after. Good thing I live on the West Coast. It's only going to start at like 11 o'clock my time. So I don't have to stay up extra late. But we'll see how it all goes. New Japan will be running tonight. And we do know that on the pre-show. So for tonight's New Japan Pro Wrestling. Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. On the pre-show will be the New Japan Rambo. Uh, this will determine. Who will challenge for the Provisional. Kings of Pro Wrestling 2022 trophy tomorrow on night two. And as always with the Rambo, they don't tell you who's going to be in the match. I mean, you can assume some names like hmm, Chase Owens, maybe, or um, Taguchi could probably be in this match. No, Taguchi's. Never mind, Taguchi's in another match. Uh, Yano would probably be in this match. And oh, there's, there's going to be a, a number of guys in this match. It's going to air on the pre show which then they're calling it, it's their version of the Royal Rumble, but they call it the, the Rambo. Going forward under the main card, we have Yo versus Show. And Show will have Dick Togo in his corner. And I think this match is going to be, oh, my God. I mean, Yo and Show, great tag team, Roppongi 3K. But now they've gone their separate ways. They're going to fight tonight. And this is one match that I'm actually really, really looking forward to. As we move forward, we have one of two six-man tag team matches. The first one will see Tomohiro Ishii and the Mega Coaches, Ryusuke Teguchi and Rocky Romero, against the Bullet Club's Kenta, Taiji Ishimori, and El Fantasmo. In the second six-man tag team match, we do know that we will be seeing Los Ingobernables de Japón, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi, taking on the United Empire, Will Ospreay, Great Ocon, and Jeff Cobb. In another match that has fans really excited, it's your Shibata's wrestling tonight. Now, this is technically, I don't want to call it just an exhibition or a grappling match, but it's a singles match. No opponent has yet been named, and they will be con- it will be contested under catch wrestling rules, which means strikes are not allowed. Slams and everything else is allowed, but strikes are not prohibited in Ketsu or Shibata's match tonight against a still, still undisclosed opponent. Next up for the never open weight championship, we got Tomohiro Ishii defending against Evil, who apparently will also have Dick Togo in his corner. I think this could be a really interesting match. I'm not the biggest Evil fan. I think Evil, to me, Evil is kind of like. Like, he's good in everything he does, but a lot of times I'm bored during evil matches, to be 100% honest. But there's Ishii, and Ishii's a badass. So I can't really falter. Ishii. Hopefully he has a good match with evil again. I'm usually bored during evil singles matches, but we'll see how it goes. With the IWGB Tag Team Championships on the line, the Dangerous Techers, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr., will be defending against Chaos's Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. With the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship on the line, El Desperado will be defending against Hiromu Takahashi. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Hiromu has the most victories at Wrestle Kingdom in IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team matches. In Junior, not Tag Team, junior heavyweight title matches. I could be wrong on that, but I think Hiromu has the most wins of anybody in junior heavyweight title matches at Wrestle Kingdom. Also, I do see some people asking questions about Shibata. Yeah, Shibata did technically retire when he had that brain injury after the Okada match, but he's not 100% cleared to have a full-on match. But he can grapple, and he can do certain things. We've seen him do certain things and get involved in stuff already, and he's been training his ass off at the, the LA Dojo. So, And finally, the main event tonight, we'll see Shingo Takagi taking on Katsuyo... Uh, Kis- Shingo Takagi against Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And then the winner of that match, of course, will move on tomorrow to take on Will Ospreay, which we'll talk about that in a minute as well. But tonight's show, if you want to know, where where do I live and when does it start? Well, New Japan actually put up a great graphic, New Japan World. When you go to New Japan World, this is actually the first thing you see on their website. I'm going to pull it up for you guys right here. When you go to New Japan World, this is the first thing you see. But all the wrestlers says Wrestle Kingdom 16 1 4 live 16 JST. That's that's the time in Japan, but they have all the other times here, which is awesome that they do 11 a or 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, and 7 a.m. GMT. I believe tomorrow's show starts at the same time, so that's good. I, I believe tomorrow's show is set to start at the exact same time. But speaking of tomorrow's show, let's run down that card as well since I won't be live tomorrow morning to talk about it. But let's go right now. So As far as night two does go tomorrow, January 5th in Japan or January 4th, if you're here on the West Coast in California, we do have a three-way tag team match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. We'll be Flying Tiger, Robbie Eagles, and Tiger Mask against Bullet Club's cutest tag team, Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo. against the mega coaches, Toguchi, Ryusuke Toguchi, and Rocky Romero. Another tag team match, and this one should be really fun. Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid will be taking on Tam Nakano and Seiya Kadanami. And I'm like, this should be really fun because I believe this is, no, I don't believe, I know, this is the first time that a stardom match will be featured On the actual show. Like the last two years I think it is. They've had dark matches with stardom wrestlers. I know they did last year. And I think they did the year before. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But for them to actually have a stardom. Tag team match. Or a stardom match at all. On the card that will air on television. Or the streaming service. Whatever, however you're watching it. That's big. That's really big. We also do know. That there will be A four way the Provisional Kings of Pro Wrestling 2022 Trophy. Now, we don't know who's going to be in that match because it all comes down to who's the final four tonight in the Rambo. Going forward with the Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championships on the line, House of Torture Evil, Yujiro uh, Takahashi, and Sho will be defending their titles against Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo. In a singles match, Sonata will be going one-on-one with the Great Okan. Also, we do know that Tetsuya Naito will be going one-on-one with Jeff Cobb. That's another match that I'm looking forward to for tomorrow. In a no-disqualification match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, Kenta against Hiroshi Tanahashi. And let me look something up here. Did I miss something? Because the card that I'm looking at says Kenta's the U.S. champion. Did I miss where he won the belt? Hold on. I may have actually missed that. Oh, yeah. Kenta did win the title. I actually did not know that. Wow. That's how much I follow New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kenta is the current IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. Is in his first reign. He went in a Power Struggle in November. Gotcha, yeah. That's how much I keep up with New Japan. I did not even realize that. But Kenta will be defending his title, night 2, against Tanahashi in a no disqualification match. Which is actually good for Tanahashi and his messed up knees because they can kind of hide his limitations because he has been a little slower recently. But going forward in the main event, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship will be on the line when Shingo Takagi or Kazuchika Okada, whoever wins night one, defends against Will Ospreay. Will Osprey says that he's the still champion. He says, Yeah, they tried to strip me of the title, but no, I'm still the champion, and I'm gonna prove it on night two. What that those are the cards for Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom night one. And then we also do have the card for Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. Both shows look like they're going to be bangers. And then we have Night 3, which we will talk about later this week, which will be the New Japan versus Noah show, which I'm still baffled that they're actually doing. I'm still pretty shocked that we're getting a show with New Japan wrestlers against Noah wrestlers. Like, what? Where apparently the main event is a 10-man tag. They're all mostly tag team matches where the main event is Naito. Shingo Takagi, Sonata, Bushi, and Romu Takahashi against um, Katsuyoko Nakajima, Keno, uh Soya, Tazuke, and Algia or Algia. So that's be really good as well. But as far as my predictions for night one, I know people may ask um, Rambo. I'm not really sure. I mean, Yano is probably going to be one of the final four the Kings of Pro Wrestling thing. He's always in the mix there. I think Ooh. Yo and Show. Yo beats Show. I think Bullet Club loses to the Mega Coaches in Tanahashi. I think United Empire has to beat Losing Los Gobernadores de Japón. Just because Osprey is in that match, Osprey not going to take a loss night one and then go into night two challenging for the belt. That this is, you just don't do that. So I think Osprey has to win night one. And this six man tag team match. Shibata, don't know who his opponent is, but I assume he picks up the W. Uh, Ishii, I say retains over over Evil with the never open we title on the line. Uh, dangerous Techers remain the tag team champions. I would hope that Hiromu wins the junior heavyweight belt, and then just because I want to see it, I actually I know everyone's going to go Okada versus Osprey. Give us Okada versus Osprey on night two. Now I want to see Takagi versus Osprey. I actually want to see Shingo versus Will Osprey on night two. That's the route I'm wanting it to go. I know a lot of people are going to be like, "Ooh, what the heck?" No, Shingo. Shingo and Will Ospreay night two is what I would actually like to see. So, those are my predictions for night one. That's the card for night one. Night two should be really, really fun. Again, you guys do want to know what time the show starts in your area, we do have that right here. 1600 JST, 11 p.m. Pacific. 2 a.m. Eastern, and 7 a.m. GMT. But as we move forward, we got some news on one recently released WWE superstar that we've been getting, well, a lot of questions about. A lot of people have been asking, what's going to happen to Ember Moon? What's going to happen with Ember Moon? What is she doing? Where is she going? How are we going to be able to see her wrestle? And, well, Athena, which was her name before WWE... Is now going by that name again and has announced her first post WWE event, as she tweeted out. Well, actually, as Ultimate Stars Promotion tweeted out the following Sunday, February 6th, 2022, at Baltimore Celeb Fest 3, making her first post WWE appearance. Former NXT Women's Champion and NXT Women's Tag Team Champion Athena, FKA formerly known as Ember Moon. This show will be taking place on Sunday, February sixth, up there in Maryland. It's taking place at the uh, it doesn't say the uh, the La Fontaine Blue. I hope I said that right. Bleu. La Fontaine bleu in Baltimore. Well, that should be really fun. Finally, gonna see her back in action. I think that's well after. No, interesting thing here is that this would mean that she may, unless she just wanted to wait, this would mean that she may have been on a 90-day. Because we've seen some people that were released around the same time as her already appear other places after being only on a 30-day from NXT. A 30-day no-compete, that is. So it is interesting to see that she's waiting all the way till February, February 6th. Because that's the time when 90 days were expiring. Huh. Might be something to look into. Maybe it's a nothing, a moot point, but still Ember Moon or Athena. Her first match coming up. No opponent was named or anything, but her first match will be taking place on Sunday, February 6th at Baltimore Celeb Fest 3. Don't know anything about being able to stream watch it streaming or anything yet. I haven't heard. I haven't seen. This was actually just announced yesterday. Yesterday evening. So hopefully we can stream it. And see how this match goes. Because I really want to see what she does in a non-WWE match. Because I've always thought that she was great. But we know that sometimes WWE limits people on what they're allowed to do. And I always felt like she may have been slightly limited on what she can do. I'm very, very interested to see A, who her opponent is. And B, how the match actually goes. But speaking how matches were actually supposed to go some news about day one. We all know what happened at WWE day one. Roman Reigns got COVID. He had to be pulled from the show. They put Brock Lesnar in the WWE championship match. And then, well, Brock ended up winning the WWE championship. Now, according to Brian Alvarez, he stated that Biggie was always planned going into the show to retain the WWE championship. And, well, it looks like Fox... They have also known those plans as they posted this graphic. It says uh, Fox on WWE, match results day one. And it's got all the winners and their pictures, but if we zoom in and we see right here, it says Big E defeats Lashley, Rollins, and Owens. Yes, they got Brock's picture there, but somebody... Forgot to update the text underneath. Which means that WWE gave Fox the the results early. They created the graphic. They go, oh crud, we need to change the Brock pick." Forgot to change the text. This was tweeted out by the WWE on Fox Twitter account. And then quickly deleted. So, very interesting to see here. That this does also confirm Big E was originally supposed to walk out of day one to the WWE champion, but we have also learned that Piggy was eventually going to lose the WWE championship going into WrestleMania. Apparently the plan for WrestleMania is champion versus champion Brock Lesnar versus Roman reigns. Now we don't know what the original plan for that was, was Brock supposed to beat Roman reigns and then Roman somehow get the WWE title. And then it's Brock as the universal champion against Roman as the WWE champion. And then the other question is, if it's champion versus champion at WrestleMania, what do you do with a Rumble? Well, remember, it's two nights. So you can do one of two different things. You can do one of two different things. You can either have Brock and Roman both defend their titles on night one, one against the Rumble winner, one against somebody else, and then face off on night two, or, hear me out, you're going to go Brock and Roman night one, Rumble winner gets the winner of Brock and Roman on night two. I kind of like the latter. Brock and Roman main eventing night two. And they both actually also defend on night one. But again, this is just me fantasy booking and spitballing off of what we are hearing. Also, as far as Brock Lesnar appearing on tonight's Monday Night Raw, it was originally reported by PW Insider this morning that Brock was not going to be on the show and that he flew home. But then they updated their story to say that Brock is still in town, gonna be in town, and could and will and should be on tonight's Monday Night Raw. But it's gonna be interesting because from what we're hearing is, yes, Roman got pulled from day one. They couldn't do that big angle they wanted to do with Brock, Roman, and Heyman. Yet, in not being able to do that, they're still able to keep the same plan for WrestleMania, which to me really meant The WWE title was going to move to either Roman or Brock, most likely Brock, before Mania. So, it's going to be interesting. And Drew McIntyre, I see people in the chat asking about Drew McIntyre. We don't know what's up with Drew. Drew's got a neck injury that he's got to get checked out. And hopefully he's not out too long. Hopefully Drew's not out till Mania. Hopefully Drew can come back quickly. Hopefully Drew's only going to take a couple of weeks off. But he's going to be missing for, I want to say, I mean, I would assume he would miss at least a week or two. And, you know, assuming's not the best thing to do. But he does have to get his neck checked out. They did the whole injury angle on TV to write him off of television just in case he does need to be out for an extended period of time. And hopefully it's not an extended period of time. Hopefully, Drew McIntyre, if at all, is out for like a week or two. Apparently the plan going into day one was for Jeff Hardy to have this match and not drew have to work it. But then Jeff got fired and released from the company. And so drew had to pick up the slack and it's, it is really weird that drew's dealing with a neck injury, but all last week he was working twice a night at the live events, which is very weird that you got a guy with a neck injury that you got to write off television and you're making him work doubles. He was working six man tags and singles matches. On the same card. Which is very weird. But. That's the stuff we know. Coming out of day one. And going into tonight's Monday Night Raw. Big E was always scheduled to retain the title. Brock Lesnar. Is expected to be on tonight's show. And here's the other thing people have been complaining about. Why did Big E have to take the pin? And here's. This isn't told to me. But this is what I and others have been saying. So. Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley basically at the end of the match set up Brock's first defense. Yeah, that stare down is a showing off the air. Big E needed to be pinned so that way there's no if ands, buts about it. Big E's not going to be getting that rematch. Big E is the one that lost. There's no way to say, oh, well, Owen's got pinned so Big E needs, needs to get a rematch for his belt to get his belt back. No. No. Big E got pinned, and you're not getting the next shot. Also, the reason I'm basically sure that it's Bobby Lashley getting the shot against Brock next, like Brock's first defense in this reign, because two things that happened in that match. One, he put Brock in the hurt lock, and Brock could not get out without that help from Big E. And two, Owens, Seth, Big E. They all took F5s. Bobby never took an F5. Brock never even, that I can remember, got Bobby up for an F5. So that's another thing that really, to me, says it's Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. Because they made Bobby Lashley look very strong against Brock Lesnar in said match at day one. So I really do think... And everybody does think that is the route we're going to go. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, whether that's on an upcoming episode of Raw or they wait to do that at the Royal Rumble, which is more likely. Yeah. So that is what I think is the going plan right now. But with that, guys, that's the wrap-up. That is the wrap-up. A handful of stories brought to you in one Easy to watch video. I want to say thank you for joining me here today, January 3rd, 2022. If you're watching live, well, we're going to be live again tonight for Monday Night Raw. If you're watching later or listening on podcast platforms all around the world, I want to say thank you for all the support going into 2022. This should be a really fun year. I can't wait for some of the plans that I want to implement in 2022 that hopefully you guys will see soon. But with that, thank you for watching right here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.